dementia researcher with a blog and a rating. Hello everyone. If you've been reading my previous blogs, you will know that I'm keen to continue to grow the research element to my career, as, due to a number of reasons, this hasn't been the top of my agenda in my, within my current role. This is a big priority for me, and as such, I've been thinking about what to research. Although I have completed a PhD, which can be seen as the basis for a postdoc, I see myself going back to basics in terms of choosing a research focus, and even more importantly, a research question. It might be that you've undertaken many research projects but are struggling to pinpoint your next question, or it may be that you are new to research. In this blog, I'll be sharing hints and tips which I think would be beneficial to both scenarios, so I do hope you're able to take something from this. First and foremost, and again, if you've read my previous blogs, you will know that I say this a lot, pick a topic you're interested in. Of course, we need to consider the gaps in the evidence base, and let's be honest, what topics are being funded. But for me, the most important consideration that trumps all else is whether you are passionate about the topic. Real talk here. Research is tough. It is often full of setbacks, rejections, early starts and late nights. And it is that passion and interest in a topic that will keep you motivated through it all and keep you going. Once you have found a topic you are interested in, the next step is to try and narrow it down. I would kickstart with some preliminary reading about the topic. Start by scoping the literature that focuses on your topic of choice and start to ask yourself questions such as what is known about this topic? How do we build on what is known? What remains unanswered? Has this been explored in other settings? What does this look like for this population? What are the issues and how could they be resolved? Whilst you're reading, start to jot down some ideas of the topic areas and even draft some example questions. If you are a visual learner like me, get your colouring pens out and make a good old mind map. This would also be a good time to start thinking about the type of question you want to ask. The type of question you ask will vary depending on what you want to find out and will also have implications on your methodology. In some types of research, social sciences for example, it may be that you are able to have very open-ended research questions. And in some cases, quantitative research for example, it may be that the question is much more specific. The table below has some examples of research questions. For example, descriptive research, what are the characteristics of X? Comparative research, what are the differences and similarities between X and Y? Correlational research, what are the main factors in X? What is the role of Y in Z? Exploratory research, does X have an effect on Y? What is the impact of Y on Z? What are the causes of X? Explanatory research, does X have an effect on Y? What is the impact of Y on Z? What are the causes of X? Evaluation research, what are the advantages and disadvantages of X? How well does Y work? How effective or desirable is Z? And action research, how can X be achieved? What are the most effective strategies to improve Y? Whether you are more interested in quantitative or qualitative research, my advice would be to try to have a more focused approach. Open-ended research questions can often lead to confusion in what to record and thus the collection of large data sets which can be hard to manage. Once you have a few questions jotted down it's time to then evaluate them. There are a few ca characteristics of research questions that we should be sure to meet. Will it make an original contribution? The purpose of research is to generate new knowledge to fill the gaps in the evidence base. When looking at a question ensure that it is original and that it hasn't already been answered. It's also worth checking whether it's big enough to be considered a research project and that it's not a service development or an audit. The Health Research Authority has a useful tool to help with this. Does it have connections with theory and or research? Although we do need to find gaps in the evidence base, it is important that there is already some theory or research that we can draw from. This may not be in your specialism, 
And there may be research that's similar in different areas or it may be related topics. If there isn't already something of relevance, it may raise the question of whether it is worth researching. Is the question clear? Research questions do often need to be long and have multiple components, so I think it's important to say that clear doesn't always mean short. A good way to test the clarity of your question is to explain it to a layperson and see if they understand it. If you can't explain the research question clearly, it's unlikely somebody else will understand it. Is it concise? There is a fine balance between making a research question too broad or too narrow. Research questions need to be broad enough to make a contribution. However, it's also key to ensure that you aren't trying to change the world. I remember when I started, I thought I was going to fix dementia care of my PhD. However, after a few months and a reality check, I quickly realised that this was not the case. It was just one small brick adding to the whole wall of research. And actually, that's more than enough. If you think you can answer yes to all of the above questions, then it's probably time to share these with your supervisor and get going with your formal literature search and your proposal. It's key to remember that depending on what you want to research, this process could take days or it could take months. I also think it's realistic to think that your research question may slightly change as your research progresses and you get taken in all different directions. My last piece of advice is to try and enjoy this time. It's exciting to be generating a question that will be creating new knowledge and it's a real luxury to have a justified reason to take the time to read articles and to scope the literature to do so. See you next time. Thank you for listening. Join the Dementia Research bloggers and share your own views.